0: Evening, by my co-host Grant. How you doing tonight, Grant?
1: I'm good. How's everybody doing? Welcome to the podcast. This is episode three. Episode we're really three. moving along.
0: I know. This is what we're on a roll. <laughs> uh, yes. So, uh, did you do anything exciting this weekend? Anything new? See any movies? Anything like that?
1: I'm trying to think. No, this weekend. I I, I said the same thing last week. No, it's too cold. <laughs> we haven't <laughs> <laughs> hibernating exactly yeah <laughs> summer. i tend to get out more in the summer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i can't i don't even, i couldn't even tell you what we did i don't think we did anything um yeah not, nothing entertainment wise that uh that to speak of how about you
0: we did one thing because the daughter and my wife had something to do so they were off on their own and so, so my son and i uh, sort of had the day to ourselves so we were, we actually ran up to this retro gaming store up in effort of pennsylvania
1: oh really okay
0: yeah and um I really wasn't expecting much. I I think I saw an ad on Facebook or something and uh, I really wasn't expecting a whole lot, but we walked in and this store was really cool. It was like, I like, I was expecting sort of a GameStop experience, not, not a huge store, that kind of thing. And the place was huge and they had, you know, video games from like all eras, you know, all consoles. They had like a comic book section of the store and had some cool merchandise. They had a bunch of retro consoles, you know, apparently they do, they have tournaments where you can go down there and play um, the new Nintendo S- Smash Brothers Ultimate game that came out this uh, recently. Okay. Like they're going to have a tournament in a couple of weeks and stuff like that. So my son and I might go after that. But I was like, that was like a cool find, you know, it's it's neat yeah. to find kind of a privately owned, you know, store that has, has a bunch of cool stuff. So that was kind of exciting. Um,
1: and that's pretty neat. I mean, not. I don't really think of of uh, as being like the you know the the hub of anything. Like, you just, you know you would think of that being more 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 cityish or more like something down like Philly or maybe a college town or something like yeah. that. So it's kind of like off the beaten path. But that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it's like out in the middle of nowhere. So my son's already making plans. Like he's been trying to earn money because he wants to buy some kind of retro console. I don't know. <laughs> that's but that a was. Star. Yeah, that was our big excursion this weekend. But the oh, name of the place, I'll just plug it for a little bit. It's, it's, it's called Complete Inbox. Complete, okay. Yeah, in, in effort of PA. So it was really cool. I, I really huh. liked it a lot. Yeah, so that was my uh, sort of our big thing this weekend. But uh, I think we should uh, get right into the news. What do you think?
1: All right, sounds good.
0: All right. And uh, I, I'm going to start with a story, with an update on a story we did last week. We were talking about the Star Trek Picard series that's coming to CBS All Access. Right. In the last week, Patrick Stewart was interviewed. I'm, I'm not sure by who. It, like just says here Yahoo, so I don't know what that's about. But like he was interviewed, and he was just giving a little bit more background on the show. And what he said is that they're basically writing a 10-hour movie. So... Oh. We, You know, so that, that is interesting. And it sounds like, so we're the first season will probably be 10 episodes does say in the, in the interview that they, they are hoping for additional seasons. But, oh okay. You know, right now they're they're just looking at one. They are looking looking forward and then and he also says that John Luke Picard is going to be a very different individual. That's kind of what we said last week yeah, and right. he may not be a captain anymore. He may not be in Starfleet anymore. So it'll be interesting to see what happens to him at that point. So I this show sounds more and more interesting the more I learn about it.
1: Yeah, I really, I agree with that. I'm really excited for it. I I saw the little bit of the video clip that I had saw before we actually came right on the air. He was talking about how in his, I guess his final appearance in All Good Things, which was the last episode of The Next Generation. I guess I I really didn't remember, but I guess they flashed forward into the future. And they had, at the time, they had to make Patrick Stewart look very old. And they showed a picture of him with like the beard and just how they had made him up look old. And he was laughing in the interview. He's like, well, now here it is. It's like, you know. However, many years later, he is and he's—he's like I actually looked older back then than I do now. <laughs> yeah, you know? but he said that you know obviously in real time he and Picard are the same age and he'll look better right. <laughs> time you know, when he comes back this time. <laughs> yeah, I pretty funny.
0: Yeah, and all good things. That was that is one of my hands-down favorite Next Generation episodes ever. I love that. I love
1: that. that should, yeah, I that do remember.
0: Be, I always say that should have been the first movie because it was just that they, they knocked it out of, the, out of the park with that with
1: that show. Yeah, I haven't seen that in so long. I remember absolutely loving it when it when it aired and, you know, I probably have seen it a couple of times afterwards, but I really I should go back and watch that at the very least, you know, just to get back in the mindset before this new show comes out.
0: Yeah, but it was like he was a great character in that episode too because it was like, you know, it was the future Picard and I remember he was like kind of crotchety and <laughs> like grumpy and, and, like, <laughs> and like, uh, You know, Data and Geordi were trying to deal with him, and it was kind of funny.
1: Oh, that's pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) I think Jonathan Frakes is somehow going to be involved with this new with the new Picard show as well.
0: Yeah, he's very big into directing. I think he's even directing a few episodes of Discovery. Yes. Yeah, I don't know if he's already done it or if he's doing it this season, but you know, he's 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 very much behind the camera these days. It sounds like. Yeah.
1: So I just thought that was an extra, like sort of a bonus. It's like, hey, we're getting we're getting Picard back, but we're also so, you know, we're going to get Riker, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when I first heard about the show, I was kind of like, oh, eh, that'd be kind of cool. And then yeah. the more I read about it, the more excited I get. So I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yes, me too. Oh, and one other thing that I was going to mention, too, is that I read uh, after last week, I was reading something. And apparently when they released J.J. Abrams' Star Trek movie, they did a comic book series that sort of explained, I guess, what Spock was doing before what the original spock was doing before that movie began oh really and as part of that they had picard and i want to say data and maybe maybe some maybe geordi i forget but they had a couple they were they appeared in the comics in the future and sort of Showed where they were and what they were doing. I didn't. I didn't have access to read the comics, but they said it was just sort of like a little glimpse of what that future may have been. And uh, oh, that w- that was. It. it was Picard was still in Starfleet. Jo- I think he was an admiral, and I think they said Data was now in charge of. Uh, the, it was the captain of the Enterprise, and Worf had gone off and was like with uh, with the Klingons at that point or something like that. Okay. And I guess. The guy that wrote the comic was involved with the the new movies, you know. So basically, it's like if they choose to use that, it's there, and they could, you know, definitely use that as like sort of a basis of for the new show. Or because it was a comic, I guess they can always just say like, "Oh well, that didn't happen," you know.
0: That's interesting because, because I mean, in Nemesis, data is destroyed.
1: Yeah, and then that's what it was saying is sort of okay. saying that. I, at the very end of Nemesis, isn't it, and I haven't seen that movie probably since the theater, but at the very end of that, isn't it, like, hinted, and I'm going by the article here, but I think it's hinted the Data is, like, didn't he survive or isn't he somehow on a chip or something like that? He,
0: the movie begins, and again, I haven't seen it in forever either, it's somewhere along the line, there's, like, another Data in there. Yeah. And and the Data is is not as good as the Data we knew. Okay. you know or he's he's almost like in like a child you know because uh,
1: it's almost right i cuz he was
0: like he was like a really early version of data or something like that they sort of they sort of laid the groundwork that okay this is in data but it could be at some point in the future like, like that I, was kind of
1: Okay, and I guess that's where the comics sort of picked up. They're like, okay, and they made assumptions. They're like, well, but this much time has passed, but obviously, Data has gotten back to himself, so to speak, and, and and you know done that. But just if anybody's interested, the comic was called Star Trek Countdown, and okay. I guess it was four issues, and then they they combine them together. So it's available in trade paperback. I saw it was available on Amazon. Um, I didn't check digitally yet, but I, I thought about checking it out just to see if, uh, see if it's more than just a cameo. See if there's you know a little bit more to the story than the article laid out. So. I thought it'd be interesting to see. Yeah, I'd like
0: to check that. who is that? Is that who's uh, the, the Star is Trek
1: it? is um IWD or oh uh,
0: yeah, IDW or something like IDW, that.
1: I yeah, I, I don't remember what it stands for.
0: I think that's who uh, I think they, that's who has Doctor Who too, if I'm not mistaken. Yes,
1: they have a lot of the uh yeah. IW publishing. Yes, they have a lot of a lot of the light properties these days. I know they have Star Trek, Doctor Who, Transformers. I think they even have uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles now. Okay, so they, they have a quite a bit uh, you know, love the license properties.
0: Okay. So, yeah, right. but that's, uh, I think that kind of wraps up that story, but it's, um, you know, just a little bit more information yeah. on something we gave you last week. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So plenty, uh That'll be ongoing. I imagine as the, as they keep developing that and we get more and more information. Yeah. And then, all right. So speaking of things in development look at that segue that was pretty good nicely done
0: (laughs) nicely done we're getting better at
1: this (laughs) are you right Uh, so uh on uh instagram this week john favaro released a picture of everybody's favorite droid (laughs) 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 r5d4 now it's not confirmed that it's r5d4 but it certainly looks like him You know, so of course he released. That
0: droid has a bad motivator. Right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I assume it was, he he fixed his motivator. (laughs) (laughs) He was motivated to make it to the Mandalorian. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But um, of course he released the picture. And just like when he released IG 88, the the picture of IG 88, and, uh, you know, anything else he's been released there, everybody went into a, a frenzy. And, uh, of course, a frenzy of fun, as, you know, everybody was just, like, so excited. And, you know, who knows what, our, if it even is R5-D4, but if it is, who knows what he's going to do. I mean, he could literally just be rolling by in the background, and that could be the end of it. Um, you know, for all we know, he could be a, the, the star of the show, which I d- highly doubt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was fun to fun to see, and it was a thing that it was unexpected, as always. It just just added to the anticipation. Yeah, you know, and it's always fun when they can bring somebody like that. And uh, I uh, I did post on our the picture on our Facebook page and said something to the effect of like our favorite vintage Droider is back. And I always think of uh, the R five D for the original uh, action figure line. If he was the only other astromech Droid we had, right, so. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is the kind of stuff that I, I'm totally into this. Like I don't want, I, I really don't want the show to have a whole lot to do with Luke or Han or Lan you know, maybe Lando. I want those characters to have their own story, but like, this is the kind of thing I like. I like that like R5-D4 shows up. Maybe you get some backstory on R5-D4. Right, (laughs) right. You know, his motivator blows or whatever is key to the story because R2 and C3PO meet up and stuff. You know, really he has no impact on the, on the Star Wars universe that we know, you know, and other than that. And, and so it would be kind of cool to see like some stories with R5-D4, you know, it'd just be fun.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, right? Like I said, even if he rolls by in the background, it would be like, "Hey, look, it's R five D 4 You know, <laughs> if it's an Easter egg, that's great. If you know he ends up having a role to play, that's great. It's just, it's fun, and I—that's—I'm I, getting the sense, and I, you know, I don't want to read too much into it, but I'm getting the sense that that's, this series is going to be—it's going to be fun. I think we're going to have a lot of, you know, a lot of Easter eggs, a lot of neat things that maybe. The uh, uh, you know, fans of our age, the, of the original trilogy, are going to l- like and see. And, yeah, I'm just very excited for it.
0: The thing about this is now we're hearing more about other actors that are going to be joining the cast of The Mandalorian, too. So, you know, I guess I, I thought it was a rumor, but you, you mentioned you, you said that Nick Nolte is like confirmed for the show.
1: Yeah, um, Nick Nolte is confirmed. Uh, you know, they don't—they're ha- not telling you anything about who they're playing right. or anything. But um, and uh, who else is here? Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, right? Um, Which Hollywood himself. Yeah, <laughs> and
0: I'm—I'm I'm dying to see what roles those guys play in this—in this show. You know, I mean, that'll be really cool
1: it'd be really neat and who else is um john carlo esposito yes he so he's from from breaking bad and better call saul that is um gus he plays Gus Fring. Uh, he's going to be in it as well, and I really enjoy him.
0: Yeah, he's uh, been in a ton of stuff. This this guy, I mean, he's always I I recognized as soon as I saw his face, I recognized him. He's been in a lot of things, sometimes like a background character. I, I mean, I've actually never seen Breaking Bad, so I don't know what. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: If you ever get time, and that's a good one. That, you know, that that's a fun one to go binge and watch. It's really, I I've really enjoyed it. He plays a really really good bad guy in there. But he's very, he's like a very quiet, calculating bad guy. And he does a lot of, a lot of his acting is just in his mannerisms and his facial expressions and different things like that. So I'll be curious to see if they use that side of him in The Mandalorian or if he's going to have some other totally different type of role. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, And then, of course, the main character is uh, The Mandalorian, who we don't know who the mandalorian is but the actor is going to be uh pedro pascal and yeah. we, uh, we mentioned him before he's from game of thrones he played um oberon the red viper yes and uh, he'll be our main guy and uh, i'm just looking over a cast list here now i don't recognize anybody else
0: i recognize werner herzog I yes rec- i recognize like i'm looking at a cast list and i see his face and i recognize him i don't know what i've seen him in okay um, but i i know i've seen him in Something.
1: Right. So, yeah, so it'll be pretty interesting. And then for that show, uh, this is a little bit of older news, but they have uh, some uh, interesting directors lined up for it for the different episodes they have. I know Dave Filoni is going to be directing, I believe, two episodes of it. Oh, really? Like, yeah. So they have him doing too, And as far as I know, this will be his first live action work. So that should be interesting to see from him. And I believe he is also listed here as an executive producer. So that also should be interesting. You know, just from that standpoint of him getting more involved in the live action stuff.
0: Yeah. I would love to see him direct something. Yeah. So he's going
1: to do two episodes. Ron Howard's daughter, Bryce, Bryce Howard. Dallas Dow- House. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yes. Yeah, so she's going to direct an episode. Is she and- really? Yeah, I didn't realize she had directed stuff in the past, and she's done a few things. Um, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but she she actually has a background in directing as well as acting. Huh, okay. I'm trying to see. The, the big one, and I'm going to get his name wrong. The other director is the guy that did um, Thor Ragnarok, Taika Waititi, I believe his name is. He's doing an episode as well. It should be pretty neat. I mean, I really enjoyed it, it just it, it, from the, the the fun of it, but the quirkiness of it. And uh, so that should be interesting as well. Yeah, um,
0: that'll yeah. be great. I mean, it sounds like they've got a great slate of directors. I mean, I, I really I'm really kind of impressed by the cast right now. Yeah, yeah. And we've even, you know, we've gotten some, you know, like R5-D4s popping up and, and an yeah. IG-88 popped up right. so, uh, so we're even going to see some of these you know background characters from the film so if nothing else gets me to sign up for the disney streaming service it's going to be that
1: right yeah exactly you know and i did see just something briefly today that they basically said that disney is spending serious money on the mandalorian on the other star wars show which is the rogue one prequel with cassian andor yeah and and the marvel ones with the vision and scarlet witch they're uh, is going to have their own show, and there's a rumor about the Winter Soldier and the Falcon having it their own show. Oh, really? yes oh i think and, i feel you know, i did hear that and oh that was it loki and loki is going to have yes. his own show but apparently what, whatever they're planning they're they're not messing around they're dumping some serious cash into this so the production values and whatever effects and all that stuff it it, sh- it, it should look really good
0: and i've actually even heard that they're not like disney's plan is to at least at least initially they're not going to be charging as much as say a Netflix or Hulu. Like, it's oh, going to be. Really? That's what I heard. No, I. Oh, I, I and I don't know what the amount was off the top of my head, but I think, you know, it was maybe. I, I think their their price point is going to be shooting below what Netflix and Hulu is right now, and then you know I'm sure over time as they add more content, they're going to bump, bump that. Yeah, as they
1: a, right. Well, I know Netflix just announced that they're raising their price. Yeah. And I think Hulu just announced they're lowering their price. So you can see Hulu scrambling to try to you know gain viewership as it is now. Right. Um, but yeah, so it, it'll be the the they're they're very lucky in that I mean Disney in terms of. Their properties that they own, they, they they it's almost a home run for them. I mean, it, you know, as long as they can create quality programming, the properties are there, and people are going to come to their service. So, yeah. they, you know, I think they're in a good spot for it. And uh, we'll have to wait and see. Looking forward, definitely looking forward to the to the Mandalorian and all the other stuff that's uh, to, that's on the way.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing more about the Cassie and the Andor show too. We really don't know much about that
1: at all at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that could be another one where it's especially that time period that that'll be set in is uh, before the original Star Wars, before Rogue One. So that could really be very spy Oriented, very like undercover type of thing. Like yeah. sort of like the very beginning of rogue one, where you see him, like he's meeting that guy in the alleyway to get the information. And then he has to shoot him because the guy can't escape. And, right. you know, so you're like, wow, he's a good guy, but he's not. And he, So it could be very, um, mysterious or yeah. very, yeah, yeah. I think like, sp- like spyish type of thing where, you know, yeah. the guy's, he's a good guy, but he has to do bad things. And anyway, I think that'll be pretty neat too.
0: Yeah. Cause I, I really liked his character from rogue one a lot. So I'm excited about that too. We have one more bit of Star Wars. I don't know if it's news necessarily, but it's interesting if nothing else. Yeah. So we there was a concept art released. I don't know if it leaked. I don't think it leaked. I think it was released.
1: But yeah, uh, yeah, it was in. Um, oh, so the guy posted it on Instagram originally, and he was production designer here, it's just concept art from the Force Awakens.
0: Yeah. It's a picture of Han Solo in a, what appears to be a cantina. I mean, he's looking kind of rough, and, and there's, a, <laughs> there's a couple of aliens sitting next to him that sort of passed out. <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like. It there's a lot of, of, of empty drink containers on the table. And what the, they said is that this concept art was from The Force Awakens, and this was at least one of the ideas for how they were going to introduce Han Solo in The Force Awakens you know and obviously they changed it at some point the article here that i read said that it's possible jj was thinking that was a little too on the nose since you originally meet han solo in a in a, in a cantina but it's it's interesting if nothing else. I don't yeah. know. What would you have think? Would you have liked this better than what we got, or what do you think?
1: Um, I I really liked how it was handled uh, in The Force Awakens, just because the whole idea, just that whole sequence with Jet, them running on board the Falcon and just saying, "Oh Chewie, we're home," yeah. that just made it. It was such a nice um, little moment, and like a it, it, for the previews and the trailers and all that stuff, it was just a, like it became an iconic moment. Yeah, you know, seeing him in the cantina while it could have been very interesting uh I, I think it may have been a little bit too on the nose going back to the uh, the original a new hope the only thing that i think i i may have liked and i'm not sure if they were going to do it or not but when i looked at the picture and i saw that he was out basically drinking with a bunch of aliens i kind of was reminded of the beginning or not the beginning but the the sequence in raiders of the lost ark where marion is drinking yeah with, uh, i don't know if it's a man or a woman but he was you know she's drinking with it whoever it was and you know basically uh him or her under the table yeah was that was that a man or a woman in that scene i always (laughs) thought it was a man (laughs) i think i always thought it was a woman (laughs) (laughs) just a very big woman but still um but so they could have had something fun like that but that again probably would have been entirely too on the nose like oh hey look not only are we in the cantina but we're going to reference raiders of lost ark uh you know like so it may have just been too much
0: yeah I mean, I, I I thought this was interesting, but like you said, I really I liked how we were introduced to Han. You know, Han and Chewie were together. You know, and the, on board the Falcon, like right,
1: like things should be. Yeah, know, right, you're right. You know, and you're right. You didn't really have to. I guess just in terms of a story point. You know, when Han does come on the Falcon there. He's back to doing what he was doing. He's, he's kind of washed up. I mean, he's, he's just kind of back to his old tricks, and he has fallen from being the galactic war hero, and it's pretty, I think it's pretty easily explained, and from a story standpoint, it's very, he's like, oh, well, I used to be Han Solo. It, it gets right to the point, you're like, okay, well, something bad has happened, and so now he's, he's you know, back running around. Um, I don't know if we necessarily needed to see him, you know, sort of at his bottom in the cantina, you know, drinking with the aliens, if it was that sort of scene. You know, if it was that right, sort of right. scene, one of the funny things that I do remember back when all this was happening, when the, up to the lead up is I don't know if I saw this concept art or if I saw something back then that made me think Han was going to be in a cantina at one point of the movie. I didn't I try to stay away from spoilers going into things. But when I was thinking about it, t- I knew we were going to talk about this tonight. When I was thinking about it, I remembered an old Saturday Night Live skit of uh, they they made fun of and they did a bit where they made fun of the teaser trailer for the force awakens and they have you know what's his name bobby Molahan is dressed up as princess leia and he's like trying to program rtd2 and, and rtd2 just like his lights are flashing like 12 o'clock like a vcr <laughs> and there's it's uh, I, you know i should probably post it to our, our facebook and twitter pages because it's very funny but in that fake thing they actually have han solo and chewy in a bar in that and so i'm like well i don't know if that was just dumb luck on their part or or if they had you know some sort of inside knowledge where they're like oh yeah we're gonna introduce hand in the bar and they just sort of you know went with it I don't know where right, they got right. it yeah I don't know where they got it from or if, if it was just that obvious but you know when I saw the new newer picture that was just released or that you know it just sort of resurfaced it made me think of the skit and it made me think of them hand in the bar and that and that's just a very uh, I'll post that because that's very funny the-
0: <laughs> I don't think I ever saw that skit so that's oh funny. no oh yeah.
1: yeah it's it's good I'll post it up.
0: Okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but that, so, so it's just an interesting bit one of these days i hope they come out with like a book you know like the creation of the sequel series and like all the stories and how everything worked you know like, I I'm, I'm looking forward to yeah
1: because there's like now there's you know there's art of books and there's various things of that nature but yeah it'd be really neat to you know in yeah. the in the i just imagine it'll be in the far farther future yeah. but it's like okay here's when they sat down to plan the force awakens you know here's what George Lucas had and then here's what Disney brought to the table and here's what JJ decided and, you know, and just sort of see you know what what they kept what they got rid of what you know just wh- who contributed what and how it all worked down and I'm coming at this from a positive aspect I, yeah. I the the collaboration and and I think it's interesting to see just you know who brings what and what who thought what would be a good idea you know whether it was or not is a whole other story but you know just how things like that work and yeah I think that'll be really neat I just even as a kid I remember reading like I think I had it was the making of Return of the Jedi and it was this book and it had like all this like you know information about how you know when they were shooting and like you know it was like it was sort of like the nitty gritty. I remember them talking about like shipping crates over to London for filming. And, you know, as a kid, you just ate that stuff up because there was like, right. no other Star Wars information <laughs> available. Right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, something like that would be really neat in the future to see. Interesting
0: stuff. So, yeah. Anyway, but what else do we have this evening?
1: I was going to let's see here. I was going to briefly talk about. So the DC Comics, DC Universe, DC Warner Brothers, whatever, you, however you want to refer them. They released a teaser trailer for, I shouldn't even call it a trailer, it's just a quick teaser for Birds of Prey.
0: Yeah, there's really not not much to this at all.
1: Yeah, so it's it's called Birds of Prey, the Fabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn is the full title. So I'm not really sure what to make of it, to be perfectly honest. Just for a background, in the comic books, Birds of Prey was a superheroine team of Black Canary. Huntress eventually joined, and the main character was uh, Oracle, who at the time in the comics was Batgirl, who had been paralyzed and was in a wheelchair. Oh, okay. That was sort of the main cast in the comics. So it's kind of strange now for them to sort of take Harley Quinn and graft her onto this idea. So it's like, it's like, well, we wanted to do a Harley Quinn movie, but now we're going to kind of shoehorn in birds of prey. So I'm not quite sure how it's going to work out or really what I think of it, to be perfectly honest, the original or the suicide squad movie for all of it, all of its faults or things that I did not care for it. The bright spot in it for me was Harley Quinn. So
0: yeah, she she was really good.
1: Yeah, so I, it makes perfect sense to spin her off and give her her own movie. I just am curious how this is going to work out with the other characters and how they're going to handle that. But anyway, the the clip is very quick. It kind of shows you really fast. Um, You actually have to stop and even stop in the, the video. It's hard to see the characters. I went online and somebody had already done it for me. But you can just see a couple of the different characters that are going to be in it. And it's very, it's like literally a uh, uh, one picture of them.
0: Yeah. But, I, I I watched it today, and it just shows you pictures of the characters, and then that's it. I mean, there's no yeah. nobody speaks in it. It's no. just music playing. The thing I got out of it that I was kind of surprised were Ewan McGregor's is going to be in this movie, which I was I I wasn't aware of. So,
1: yeah, he's going to play Black Mask. He's a guy that wears a black mask, but he in the comics he's like a in the comics he's a crime lord type figure, almost like a mob boss, from what I remember, and. I don't remember his Silver Age original origins, but in the newer ones, his face gets, like, eaten away or torn away or something where he actually wears, like, a black mask over top of it. And sometimes he's drawn where it actually looks like he's, like, kind of a skull-ish type thing. So um, to see, you know, Ewan McGregor be black mask, I was like, oh, well, I wonder what direction they're going to take this if – you know, it's going to be like, oh, he just puts a mask on they call him black mask for some other reason. Again, not sure where they're going with it. It seems like if you had to me personally, if you were going to go with black Mask, that 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 could be like a really neat looking the mask itself. Or that'd be something you could kind of show and kind of grab attention with. Like, ooh, who's this creepy dude or something like that? So but maybe that was more the other way where they're like they want to let people know, like, hey, look, Ewan McGregor's in this movie. Right. Yeah. So it could have been something like that as well. But, um, so cautiously optimistic on that one. Not, not a hundred percent sure. As we were getting ready to record tonight, some other uh, news dropped that. So the first is that Ben Affleck will not be back as Batman in any of the other DC films. They're going to do a film called The Batman, which will be released in 2021. As far as I can tell, it's not going to tie into the existing DC universe. It's sort of going to be its own movie, whether they decide to tie it in later or how they're going to handle that. They really haven't said, but um, that'll be a, somebody new cast for that and it'll sort of be its own own story. And I think that's sort of the way DC is going to go going forward and probably what they should have done but you know just focus on the characters and their stories and if it builds into something greater wonderful but if not just tell some really cool stories and kind of go along that way right. um, Yeah, you know they seem to have with wonder woman and now aquaman they seem to have that figure that formula out where it's like look it doesn't matter if we tie into the big picture yet people just want to see a good story with these characters that a lot of them have never been on film before so
0: right just tell the story and then if they get right and if there's an opportunity down the road you you take it but
1: yeah you know. Yeah.
0: I don't think it's any surprise that Ben Affleck isn't going to be playing Batman. I don't. I don't know that he. He never seemed to be particularly excited about it. <laughs> I know. I mean, every time, every time he was there, he just seemed miserable about about <laughs> playing that role. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, physically to look at him, I mean, he looked like a good Batman, like in the costume. He like, you know, he's definitely like this is a. He had really bulked up. You're like this is a big dude, but this is. He looked like Batman. He was good yeah. that way. Unfortunately for me, I he's still Ben Affleck. Like I, you know, I like I know him too well from his his career to get anything but Ben Affleck. Whereas yeah. a lot of the other guys, luckily, either I don't remember seeing them at all, or you know, seeing them somewhere along the way. Like uh, Jason Moma for Aquaman, I know him from Game of Thrones, but uh, I don't know Aquaman's different enough where it's like, okay, I I, I can buy into this type of thing gal gadot i think her name is for wonder woman like i don't remember seeing her anywhere yeah. so she's as far as i'm concerned she's wonder woman and uh, even uh, henry cavell cavill cavell um yeah yeah even him i mean i know he was in a few things before superman but um you know enough where it didn't matter to me but yeah ben affleck i mean you know good or bad he's just ben affleck to me i feel you know you feel bad but it's like sorry dude (laughs) Yeah. yeah yeah he did he
0: did look i agree with you i think he fit like he looked like that you know in the suit like he looked great in the in the costume and but yeah it just i just never got the feeling that he really wanted to be playing that role like, yeah.
1: Now maybe if the other movies had done Gangbusters and done really well, it may have changed his tune. But you know, it's one of those things where, right, things weren't going well. The movies weren't, you know, making money, and then he's probably just, you know, thinking like, oh, I got to put the suit on. You know, like, I'm, right. <laughs> I'm a serious actor. What am I doing here? You know, <laughs> I'm a serious actor and director. I mean, because the, the guy is good. I mean, he, yeah. he's done some good films. So who knows? It'll be interesting to see.
0: Yeah. So uh, well yeah so they're i guess they're going in a different direction, but that's 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 yeah. that's fine uh, we've been yeah. through a lot of uh, batmans uh, right
1: <laughs> not at the original but the I guess the original movie series, I mean, you figure there was three there. There was uh, Michael Keaton, and there was Val Kilmer, and then there was George Clooney. Right. So, yeah, and then Christian Bale, and now Ben Affleck. So, I mean, right, there's always, it's just going to be one of those things. There's constantly going to be, yeah, Batman will be around forever. Not that these other characters won't, but Batman is always going to be around, and there's always going to be something going on with him. So, he won't be the first, and he won't be the last, you know. Yeah. But uh, speaking of, we were mentioned Suicide Squad earlier, and then I was mentioning that it seems like DC is going to kind of just let everybody do their own little individual movies. It was also announced that James Gunn will be doing Suicide Squad 2. It apparently is going to be a reboot with new characters and actors. Oh, wow. So Yeah. So it, that should be very interesting because yeah. Suicide Squad itself actually made money and was a bit of a hit for dc unfortunately from the critic side of things and from a fan side it missed a lot of it missed the mark for for me personally it really missed the mark but for a lot of people it didn't you know didn't hold up so um it'll be interesting to see what he can bring to it uh, take that concept and what he can make out of it Uh, especially given his background with you know guardians of the galaxy
0: yeah i i mean i sort of had a feeling that we were going to see james gunn again even if it wasn't you know for Guardians of the Galaxy which is kind of sad he's young enough that i had no no doubt that you know we were going to see him again so i'm i'm actually i'm i'm excited to see what he does for this i hope he kind of gives uh, dc the shot in the arm they need to kind of get themselves on track cuz he certainly he certainly took a Guardians of the Galaxy which were is an <laughs> an odd mm. title for Marvel yes yeah, right <laughs> and he made I mean, beloved characters out of that out of that franchise so
1: yeah i mean those uh, you know when they when they announced that movie it was a, pretty much a collective huh you know yeah, yeah. cuz those i mean you know those characters uh, had not uh, been around and not had not really been that successful and um you yeah, know for him to be able to come in and do that i thought that was great so We'll have to see what he does. I mean, the Suicide Squad itself is an interesting idea. The whole idea of like, all right, you take some supervillains and you give them a secret mission and it's plausible deniability. That is genius, I think. It's just yeah. the execution of it, you know, should be very interesting to see how it all plays out. And hopefully, uh, like I said earlier, hopefully they'll let Harley Quinn go and be herself and do her movie and then they can actually bring in, you know, let the other characters shine in, in their sort of the maybe the movie they're supposed to be in, if that sounds right even when they did suicide squad i was always like uh, what's harley quinn doing here like you know they put her in the more recent suicide squad but the old ones comic book wise um well she the character didn't even exist back then but the old ones was were always much more um the people that were on the suicide squad for the most part they made sense like they, they weren't like a crazy clown girl on a secret mission it was like oh well, this guy is like deadshot was always around and he made sense and i don't know some of the other guys made more sense than you know hey let's put an insane person on the on the squad right. yeah <laughs>
0: but she i mean she nailed it you know she right, was, right. she was really good in that film like one of the like you said one of the bright spots of the of the film
1: yes i agree with that so yeah i will be very interested to see where she can take it and where she can go
0: yeah, good stuff. All right. So, now on to I guess this is our last story and we're we're sort of yeah. talking about um, what we like the Super Bowl is on Sunday. One of the exciting things about the Super Bowl is the commercials. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, and in a lot of those commercials we we're going to end up seeing a lot of trailers. You know, yes. we end up seeing a lot of movie trailers. Last year, we saw Solo was the first trailer for Solo was re- released during oh, the Super Bowl last oh, year. Was it really? I didn't remember that. Okay, yeah, and I think we had, had a te- we may have had a teaser, but I think that was like the first real trailer was during Super oh, okay. Bowl. Okay, so so there's some speculation as to what we're going to see during the Super Bowl. It sounds like Disney has purchased a lot of ad time earlier this week. There was rumors that we were going to see a Star Wars Episode Nine teaser. But I think that's pretty well debunked at this point. Everybody's yeah. saying that's not going to
1: happen. I would, um, I would love to be surprised, but yeah, I don't think it's going to happen.
0: Yeah. So, but that aside, we're almost definitely going to get a Avengers Endgame trailer. I'm sure that's going to happen. And yes, can-
1: I can't I would almost can almost not have that. I mean, they have to, you know, it's in, it's coming out in April. They have to get that word out. What a better that's the best place to do it.
0: Yeah, so uh, you know, so we're we're almost definitely going to get an end game trailer. There's speculation that we should see a trailer for
1: Aladdin. Oh, right, yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh let's see here. That's May 24th. May 24th. And yeah, we didn't right because we haven't had a trailer for that yet. We've only had uh, i think one or two pictures right if i'm not yeah, mistaken yeah
0: we've seen we've seen photos um some stills i think they did in there there was an interview in one of the big magazines i forget what but like you see a still of of will smith as um right as right, all, right as as the genie Yes. So, yeah. uh, so we're probably going to get a, our first trailer there. We're probably going to see a Toy Story, like a real Toy Story trailer, because we've really only gotten
1: teasers up to this point. Right. They did the one where they're all dancing in the circle, and then you see the the new spork character or whatever his his name is. Yeah, they, I, 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 yeah.
0: I don't even think we. Nobody knows what the what the name is yet. Yeah. Yeah. But that movie's coming June twentieth. So. Um, okay. Yeah, it would make sense that we're, we're probably going to see a trailer. Earlier this week, we got our first glimpse of Bo Peep, like the revamped Bo Peep. Yeah, Bo Peep. yeah. yeah it sounds like the movie's going to center around them trying to find Bo. I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because she was in what one and two? She was
0: in one and two, and then she wasn't like she disappeared for three.
1: And at, you know, one and two, it was hinted that that was Woody's girlfriend, right? Right. Yeah. So I guess uh, that'll be the the mission to be yeah, go find little Bo Peep. Yeah. But uh, the redesign was interesting. On you know, they got rid of her dress and all that. He, she comes like bursting in and is uh, definitely. It looks like ready for some action, you know? <laughs> yeah,
0: and she's and she's got like she's using her like crook or whatever it is to, as like a ninja weapon or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so that uh, that ought to be interesting. So I, I'm actually I don't know what do you think about Toy Story four? I'm excited for it. Yeah. I
1: mean, you know, those movies. Um, they are all great. They've all been, you know, uh, I've very, I've enjoyed them all. Um, it's interesting now that personally, you know, when their first one came out, my, my kids weren't born yet, but my I had nieces and nephews that were little. And so they saw it and then my kids were around and we were always watching Toy Story 3 and all that. So now my kids are older and my nieces and nephews are very old now. But it, so now this will be Toy Story 4. So it's like I don't have any little kids that are going to be, you know, seeing it. But um, I'm still interested in it. And my, you know, I, think, I think my and my kids still they remember it. Like they're still they're interested. But it's just a different. It'll be on a different level this time, which will be interesting to see how that, how how that might play out or play with your emotions. <laughs> yeah. I,
0: I mean I I love these movies. I have there's a special place in my heart for it because, like sort of like you, um, when the first ones came out, my nephews I was taking my nephews to see them who are older now, and then my son loved the toy story movies and i remember just he was with that kid that you know you'd you'd watch toy story like three times a day right like he just had it on all the time and um you know he had all the all the toys and you know he just um he loved these movies and and i'm, and I'm gonna and i will i will openly admit that like toy story three like i weep like a child man <laughs> like, like, that movie gets me every time <laughs> oh, that's funny yeah <laughs> like every time i you know when he's giving away the toys i'm just like andy but um, (laughs) yeah i so i'm i'm like and i know there's a lot of people like oh why are they doing this because it was such a perfect ending for toy story 3 right and and i agree it was like it really was a a great ending and i don't want to see that messed up you know by by this movie but i'm i don't think they would have gone into toy story 4 unless they had a solid story right know? and
1: i yeah i agree with that i mean it's not like they're just farming these things out you know they're they're definitely gonna take their time and i mean how long's bit i
0: think toy story 3 was one of the first movies we took nick to okay see, the, so it was he was probably three or four
1: right okay you know? So, yeah. So it's been a good bit. Yeah. Like seven years, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been quite a while. If, you know, if they really wanted it, they would have put it, you know, they would have just hammered it out. But yeah, for them to take their time with it. And, and really, I mean, it's almost a um, i w- I'm I'm not going to call it a reboot, but it's like, it's a continuation, but it's almost like you could almost look at it as they're calling it Toy Story 4, but it's sort of like, you could say the beginning of like a, maybe a new trilogy yeah. where uh, who's the little girl, Bonnie, Bonnie. Yeah. Yeah, so they could maybe say, okay, well now that you know Andy had the first three movies, and now we'll do maybe we'll do three movies with Bonnie and you know then then they could do something like that and then again, up oh, Bonnie's Bonnie's going to college now, we can pass the toys on again. Yeah. You know, they could always do something like that.
0: Yeah, but I I uh I love these movies and I'm looking for, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. So, I'm, yeah. I'm hoping yeah. It it, comes, it works so well.
1: I wonder if we'll see a. Um, I just was looking at the list of the release schedule, and I wonder if we'll see another Spider-Man uh, trailer during the Super Bowl because they released the uh, the one. But I mean, they maybe they may just insert that into the Super Bowl. You know, rather than being something new, they could air that again.
0: The article I read says that Sony and Warner brothers will not be airing any trailers during the super bowl. So we should oh, okay. Now that's according to this article. And that's, that's according to this article that I'm reading and they're referencing the Hollywood reporter. Okay. And so they're, they're saying we won't see Shazam. We won't see Godzilla. Oh, right. we won't see Spider-Man far from home.
1: But interesting okay i had yeah, forgotten with um uh that sony handle handles all that stuff that end of it so yeah that would make sense then
0: yeah but that we will see probably or at least speculation um uh, lion king is coming out and yeah they're, they're expecting to see another lion king trail that lion king comes out in july 19th okay so we should be yeah seeing, I, have we got te- i think we got a teaser for that
1: Oh, we did, yeah, we did because it was almost a um shot for shot um, of the original right. animated trailer. And I just remember watching that. and it just, you know kind of blew me away just the it's just amazing how far the technology has come i mean i remember seeing the original lion king in theaters and at the time you're like this is awesome this is great and now i mean the storyline is great but now visually you're just like holy cow like just you know look look how far we've come right right yeah so that that's gonna be
0: i i'm 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 totally buying a ticket for that movie because i i love the original lion king yeah yeah and i'm looking forward to seeing what they do with
1: this too i'm the same way because uh, again, John Favreau is involved with this, and um, I, I enjoy him and his movies. But also, he did uh, *Jungle Book*, which is sort of used used the same technology. And uh, Jungle Book, I thought he did it. that was a fantastic. the The movie itself was I enjoyed the movie, but the technology and the the basically, I mean, it's it's animation, but it's just at a whole different level. And I really I enjoyed all that. I enjoyed the how it looked and just how it, it was very, I don't know, just it, very seamless, very um, you know, very. I mean, it's not realistic because the animals are talking and all that, obviously, but it just very like just I don't know, just had a neat like realistic feel to it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I it was very. Sometimes when they try to get too real, it's uh, it throws you off, or or I don't know. But however, however they're doing it, they're doing a good job. It really is very pleasing to to see and watch, and I you know I really enjoy it
0: well I t- you know as much as as uh, you know a lot of Disney fans have been criticizing Disney why, why are you making all of these remakes and everything but I'll tell you what they they really haven't had a miss yet I mean they really right. haven't you know no. and, um you know and the reason they keep making them is because they they keep doing well
1: so right yeah <laughs> people aren't going to see them they would have stopped a long time ago but, right
0: right I mean know? they really have I, I mean I have to say you know and I'm kind of looking we didn't mention it but Dumbo is coming out in March i'm I'm buying a ticket to see that because that movie looks good
1: yeah and that'll be i mean because the original Dumbo. i mean when i was a little kid i absolutely loved that but the original movie itself i think is only like maybe an hour long yeah it's short so right, right it'll be interesting to see aside from the the basic dumbo story it'll be interesting to see how they expand that and make it into a a, a real movie so to speak uh, you know to to give it more than just like okay the flying elephant but they're going to have to expand it and um you know make it worth going to the theater to see and spending 2 hours in the theater um, and, you know, then you can already see with the the human characters they're introducing uh, that they're going to expand it and and make it interesting. But um, again, yeah, that that looks really neat. I'm I'm yeah. excited for that.
0: And then just to go back to the Lion King for just a second, because yeah. even the even the cast list for this movie sounds amazing. Um, Beyonce is going to be Nala. Uh, yeah. Donald Glover is going to be Simba, and James Earl Jones is is re- reprising Mufasa. So that's awesome. I mean, you know, I'm just going to see it just just to see that you're, you know, just to
1: listen to the right,
0: just to listen to that. So
1: yeah, and I yeah, I guess they said today that um, uh, Beyonce and uh, Donald Glover they're gonna sit, they're gonna do one of the songs for the movie. I can't. What's the name of the song that the two of them sing together? Um,
0: uh, I I just can't wait to be king. Is that? I think that's the only oh. song they sing together.
1: That might, yeah, that might, or, yeah, or is it, what's the other, what's the love song? Um,
0: the love song is, uh, can you feel the love feel tonight? Love.
1: Yeah, but they don't sing that in the movie, they, Well,
0: the characters, I mean, yeah, I mean, in, in the original movie, they don't sing the song, they're just, like, running around playing in the, you know. Oh, uh, well, well, a yeah. While it plays in the background or whatever. That's
1: right, right. So I'll be curious to see, uh, I yeah, I don't know if they're going to sing it in the movie or if uh, but I know that they're gonna the actors are gonna perform it in some capacity, whether or not it's in the movie or just sort of like soundtrack type of thing.
0: Interesting. So yep. Lion King is probably one of the ones we're gonna see. And then um almost certainly we we will see a Captain Marvel another Captain Marvel
1: trailer. Oh, they would almost have to do that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, with that being uh, yeah, it's March eighth, so I mean yeah, they, they don't have much time.
0: Right. And um and it would be
1: interesting. Yeah. It would be interesting to see if they did something, because you know Captain Marvel is gonna, we're gonna, her story is gonna take place in the '90s, but obviously it's gonna lead up to Avengers Endgame, and it'd be interesting to see it from a trailer standpoint if they were try if they tried to tie them together in some capacity to sort of let people know like, hey, you know we know you're all gonna go see Avengers. But maybe you should go see Captain Marvel first, you know, just to sort of like the the, obviously people like you and me, we know what movies we're supposed to go see. And we know the order and all that. But the casual Marvel fan, maybe they might not realize how important Captain Marvel is. You know, maybe they might not realize that that was her signal at the end of Infinity War. So um, that could be interesting to see how how that plays out.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, that is right around the corner. We're going to be seeing that movie very shortly.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, those are
0: the ones we're probably going to see.
1: The only other one we missed was uh, Frozen 2, and that's not until November 22nd of this year. Again, that's going to be, I mean, if Disney wants to get the word out, and that's, I mean, that's one of their big, you know, the original was one of their biggest movies. Yeah. uh, um, Yeah, they may be starting just to let people know, sort of laying the groundwork. Maybe just a teaser, yeah. Saying like, "Hey guys, like this is happening," type of thing. Yeah. It's you on know. the horizon. Yeah, yeah. Just like a fair, fair warning, shots fired. Yeah, right. <laughs> get, get your kids ready. <laughs> but in,
0: in any case, it, it sounds like next week. You know, when we do the show next week, it's going to be all trailers. (laughs) Yeah, right. We'll be talking about, like, uh, 12
1: trailers. (laughs) I hope so. Hey, why not? Yeah,
0: definitely. Is that going to wrap us up for the night?
1: Yeah, I think that's it. And we kind of co- we covered everything. It was funny w- earlier in the week. I'm like, well, it's kind of a slow week, you know, not much happening this week. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, everybody, there's stuff starts trickling out. And then, like I said, right before tonight, all the the DC news dropped right before we were getting ready to record. So it's just, uh, yeah, 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 that was
0: pure luck because I I thought the tough. same thing all week. I was like, man, there's really not a lot going on.
1: <laughs> right, we're gonna have an hour about R5D4. <laughs> <laughs> I could
0: talk about R5D <laughs> right. if given the opportunity.
1: <laughs> right. I know. People might think we're kidding, but you're like, no, no we no. can definitely cover it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so right. I guess that's going to wrap us up tonight. Yeah. Um, follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at uh, Geek Hangout Pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an Instagram account now.
1: Yes, uh, Geek Hangout Podcast on Instagram. And uh, we've been posting uh, late, uh, not links, but we've been posting some stuff over there, just, uh, you know, sh- the information about the various episodes and uh, like the R5D4 thing we were able we found over there and we we're able to repost that. And so follow us there. And, um, yeah, yeah and,
0: and candidly, I don't really know. I, I have an Instagram account and I never use it, so I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah right (laughs) so but yeah it'll be fun to, to work on that yeah um you know and then you can listen to us anywhere where you listen to podcasts on itunes we're on stitcher we're on spotify pod bean, whatever else you've
1: got. We, we're I there. Know. Hey, right. If it's out there, hopefully we're there. <laughs>
0: and People are listening to us on all those platforms.
1: Yes. It's funny though. Right. We, um, if people don't know, we go through, um, the app called anchor, which is how we publish our podcast. But, um, you can get to see the stats of where people are listening. And it's interesting to see just how, you know, just where people are coming from and how they're finding us. And, uh, you know, it's pretty cool. Isn't yeah, it
0: good stuff. And, uh, um, yep. feel free to leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. Yep. And, uh, I guess that'll wrap us up. So That's until next nice.
1: time. All right. Good night, good night, good night. everybody. Care. All right. See you. Bye-bye. Bye.